Join the conversation with Tommy Weber. Pro and college baseball coach Tommy Weber brings you cutting-edge interviews and thought-provoking commentary in a weekly podcast dedicated to baseball, sports, current events, and the world. Check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and TommyWeberBaseball.com. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at TommyWeberBaseball. It's time to get the conversation started, so here's your host, Tommy Weber. The Gotham Podcast Studio in the heart of downtown New York City, my hometown, the greatest town in the world. This is the conversation. I am Tommy Weber. Welcome aboard on a very cold early December night. Again, the hot stove league heating up, trades, free agency, a lot of talk about what teams are going to do, both local and otherwise. Tonight, a celebration of the player as always. That's what the conversation is about. It's about the players. Uh, it always is and it always will be. Uh, and as a player advocate, uh, nothing... Uh, makes me happier than to give one of my guys an opportunity to talk and to uh, have some fun on my show. That's the reason why we started this. Uh, and tonight is no exception from uh, the West Coast. Uh, hopefully it's warm out there. Um, this summer, I had the pleasure of, for the third season in a row, uh, working with an elite group of guys uh, in Cape Cod. And it really is a special experience. The players not only are high-level physical uh, guys who could do it all. They're also um, high-level thinkers. They're high-level people. We have some great conversations, and we also had a blast as usual, and they worked their asses off, and my guest is no exception. Uh, my buddy from Cal Berkeley, welcome, Cam Eden. How are you, my friend? I'm good, Tommy. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How are your mom and dad? <laughs> uh, they're good. They're doing good. Make sure you send my best. Two great people. They're really sweethearts, oh, sure. man. Hello, I tell Carolyn. Yeah, I do Carolyn my best as well. You got it. You got it. So um, I usually like to start off, Cam, uh, especially since people always want to know how guys got to where they got to, you know, especially players mm-hmm. like yourself, outstanding players, going to big-time schools, playing in these big conferences, going to play professional baseball one day. And, um, you know, I had a lot of parents, a lot of people say how. So... Give us your story. How did you wind up at Cal Berkeley? What's the chronology of events that got you there? Yeah, I would say um, you know, it's pretty. It was a pretty long, tough process. Uh, my whole life, I played. Uh, I was a pretty. I was a pretty good baseball player, and then I got to high school. wasn't wasn't very uh, wasn't very developed yet. Um, I knew for sure I wanted to go to college baseball. I wasn't going to draft or anything like that. Uh, I got into my my junior year. And I had a very bad year, and I knew with my goals of playing college baseball, I needed to do better than that. So, um, going into my senior year, you know, I found uh, I found light, and um, you know, just working uh, mental mental skills along with just trying to refine my physical skills with uh, hitting, defense, every every single aspect of it. Um, and I actually, I don't know if you knew this, but I actually had one offer. This cow was my only offer, so. Uh, and that came when I got to, I was at a, I was at a prospect camp and, um, my, uh, the guy that recruited me to Cal said he got fired up over me. Uh, you know, my, um, we're, they were taking BP and I was in, everyone else was in the outfield and I was, I was one of the few guys in the infield taking live reps off the, off the bat, off the guys taking, uh, taking BP. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he was, he was really fired up about that. So, I mean, just, um, I say just uh, staying on, staying on your uh, your game, and not not taking any uh, any day or any time for granted. Um, like you say, it's always you know, uh, you can't take a break off 
from uh, refining your skills. So, um, yeah, that's just uh, one of the big things that got me to uh, where I am today. Well, I'll tell you what, man. Uh, I'm shocked that you only had one offer given, you know, your your makeup and your ability it jumps out. You jump off the page a little bit. So that but you never know. Mm-hmm. I mean, people have different routes they take. And uh, at the end of the day, you got to where you need to be and you're and you're headed in the right direction. Talk to me a little bit about something that fascinated me about you this year as I watched very closely because we spent so much time together and we did so much mm-hmm. work together. Um, I noticed that you're very, very um, astute mentally you really kind of have a grasp on the mental aspect of the game. Where does that come from, and how did you develop that? Uh, that actually comes from, comes from the failure side of the mental skills. I think, I think uh, definitely knowing that, or when I realized that uh, my potential wasn't coming out when I was in high school because of uh, how much I was in my head and how much I was uh, just, uh, dogging on myself in my own head. Um, that just really, that just really showed me that I, you know, I need to stay on this stuff. Um, and uh, I know I've always heard people talk about it, how important it is, but I don't think I, I just never really uh, understood it. And then finally, I got into um, it was big for me. It was reading books. You know, there's there's a lot of mental skills books out there, and uh, you know, actually just writing stuff down, like important stuff. Um, I just uh, every single day I try to write a mission for my for my day, uh, what I want to do with the field. Really, and, that's, cool. um, that's great. You know, you learn a lot of stuff in those books, but um, you know, just stay, learning how to uh, stay confident throughout uh, all the all the failure you're gonna face, and um, I think just staying on it every day because you know, when when you you could easily get away from that stuff, and then I, I feel it when I when I'm not worried about it or when I'm not focusing on my mental mental side, um, my emotions are all over the place. You know, I'm I'm, uh, I'm pissed. I'm throwing stuff, and uh, I I, I, noticed. I really know I need, I noticed I need to get on that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and um, so you, I can my game. I can totally feel a difference when I'm when I'm on that stuff, and then when I'm not. And um, so you know, I mean, I mean, even now, even to this day, sometimes I'm not on it as much as I want to be, um, as, not, as much as I, I know I need to be. But um, yeah, you know, there's, there's there's a lot of stuff you can do to uh, to help your on the missile side to help your physical play. Well, I told you this over the summer, and it's it's maybe, there must be a God, because there's a reason that you're on tonight, because my last Sundays with Tommy was all about uh, mental health and athletes. And oh, how yeah. I really believe that the next frontier is all about mm-hmm. mental and emotional well-being. You know, we concentrate so much on the body and on getting stronger and on being, you know, more explosive. Well, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, what really rules the roost is what's between your ears, not necessarily... Uh, how fast you could run or how much weight you could lift. And and one of the things I tried to convey upon you, and I, wa- I wanted to, now that I hear you again, is I wanted to reiterate, is that you're never alone. There's always someone out there who you can mm-hmm. speak to. Exactly. Um, who's going to, you know, be there for you. And I, and, I, and I know because we've all, all of us have suffered from, to some degree, from some kind of anxiety. And when you're in it as an athlete, the big fear is you can't get out of it. That there's no way out of mm-hmm. it because that's how you feel. Exactly. You, you know that's not the case, but your feelings mm-hmm. and what you know are two very, very different things. And I really believe uh, that young athletes um, need to avail themselves of the help and the resources that are available to them. Uh, and I think that the sky's the limit for a guy like you because physically you have all the tools and you're like the rest of us, you know, mentally and emotionally, the, mm-hmm. the your skills have to match up and, I just want to make sure you know that anytime you need me, man, I'm here for you. So don't ever forget that. Oh, thank you, Tom. Yeah, I, I, I definitely understand that. 
So let me let me let me dial it back a little bit. What exactly uh, right now at Cal Berkeley are you doing baseball wise, if anything? Is it a, is it a lift kind of thing, conditioning, or are you doing any baseball work? Yeah, so we're at this point where uh, we can't do anything with our coaches, including the weight coaches. So we're um, we're on we're and we have finals coming up, so everyone's studying for those. So we have uh, just on your own everything. Everything you do is on your own. You can, you can go hit on your own, and then we have. Uh, on our phones, we have an app that does our whole workout for us or shows us our workout. So it's just everything's on your own. And specifically for you, what are you trying to accomplish in the winter months until you reconvene with, with the entire ball club? Um, so once I go home, um, I'll definitely be, um, I'll definitely be in the cages. Uh, it's kind of tough for me to, uh, to get on the, to get on the field, take on balls, but I'll definitely try to, um, so when I'm home, I'm just trying to accomplish getting, um, getting more, uh, getting in the weight room, getting stronger. Um, that's the huge part of me uh, about my game. I just uh, stay on the, stay in the weights, <laughs> a little skinny guy. Uh, other than that, you know, just just going on hit um, and staying on top of those skills. You know, if you take, you can't take a break off of those, like you said. So uh, I'm just trying to accomplish um, kind of maintaining that and um, as much as I can until we all come back together. Talk about your uh, experience this summer. When you when you think about what the Cape was, what your perception of it was, what are some of the mm-hmm. things that, um, you know, when you got there, you said, wow, I never thought it would be like this. Or when you got there, you may, might have been disappointed. What uh, what did you love and what didn't you love? Um, I, love I think the thing I loved was uh, the, the coach, you guys, the coaching uh, philosophies was uh, something I didn't really expect about how much you know. You kind of resent the college baseball uh, <laughs> micromanaging, which uh, I think a lot like was huge for me because I I think um, I mean my school is actually not we're not we're not a big micromanaged or anything like that we're not I think we're a little different from a lot of different programs but um, I think just you guys giving us the freedom was was something I loved and I just I, I needed that and uh, I think that allowed me to uh, learn a lot by myself and. Um, and then, I, and I also loved our teammates. You know, I think what surprised me the most was how much, how similar um, people were to me. I think going into Cape, I have a perception that everybody's, everybody's a, like amazing player. Everybody has like some something on top of me that I, that's something right. that I don't have. Right. And um, I think just learning that, seeing and seeing it and learning that everyone, I mean, they're all pretty much the same. We're all the same, you know, we all struggle. We all get pissed. Um, we all have our highs, we all have our lows. So I think that was uh, that's something that kind of surprised me. You're listening to The Conversation with Tommy Weber. We'll be right back. This episode of The Conversation with Tommy Weber is brought to you by 4momalz.com. Join the fight against Alzheimer's and support our good friends, Hunter and Braden Bishop, as they bring awareness to a struggle that many families face through their charity, 4mom. Make sure to follow them on Twitter at hashtag 4mom. And for all your mortgage needs, call Northern Security Capital Corp., the New York area's most dedicated mortgage broker. If you're buying or refinancing a home, there's only one place to go. Call Northern Security Capital Corp. today at 718-273-1010. And now, back to the show. Talk to me about how quickly guys, and this is something that really impresses me about the Cape, and maybe it's because of the level of athlete that we get, um, how quickly guys uh, get close and bond. I'm, I, I, all three years, I, I was 
really impressed by that. You, you, you guys get mm-hmm. close in a hurry, and you all come from very different backgrounds, all four corners sure. of, of the country, different schools, different levels. Talk about that. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's very uh, interesting dynamic how that how that works because there's guys from like all over the place, conflicting views of anything. But uh, I think we just you're with it, you're with each other every day. Uh, we live with some of the guys, and uh, I think it's just it's just something you have to do to have fun in the summer. If you're not close to the guys, then uh, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have a good time, no matter what no matter what you're doing on the field. Um, I think I totally um, dictates the time you have uh, on the summer on the summer, you know. And then I think it's just when you're when you're like struggling in the in the summer or you're just trying to work on getting better. I think having guys um, there to help you help you through and support you is just it's just something you need. And I think it just, it just happens right now. I don't know. We just all love each other. Yeah. I, I, I believe me that comes shining through I mean, the generosity and how you guys share and, and, and lift each mm-hmm. other up and, and ride each other, you know, playfully, uh, obviously, um, you know, when, when guys need to get uh, a little ribbing is really, really impressive. And it's great to be around. It's, um, it's, l- let me tell you one of the, <laughs> we did one other thing a lot in the Cape this year. We did a lot of laughing. Um, mm-hmm. we, we really did. <laughs> um, so, you know, tell everybody out there a couple of, you know, give me, give me a story. When you think about how, how much fun we had and how, how funny yeah. things were, why don't you give us, uh, something that comes to mind? Um, and you can say anything I think you coming, want. What comes, I think, it, I think what comes to mind is that, uh, we always talk about how bad, how bad luck we have, especially in the summer when, um, it kept raining out in a, in a playoff. <laughs> we, kept, we just had to be there as long as possible, like for some reason. And um, the fact that we even snuck in a playoff was, was hilarious. And um, I, I think everyone's just itching to get home a little bit. Um, it's coming towards the end of summer. Uh, school's coming up. And uh, it, was just, it was hilarious when it kept raining out, raining out. And then we'd, we'd win the game, lose the game, and then win the next one or something like that. Uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was as if. We were cursed, and we were never ever going to leave. <laughs> At some point in time, there was going to be it was like, like some when you're fluff. telling the nightmare about going over the bridge, <laughs> <laughs> and you ended up back in Bourne. Right, I, I kept going over the bridge and winding up back in Bourne, back in Bourne again. That was my nightmare. I was never ever going to be able to leave. Oh my god, <laughs> you can never get off the cake. <laughs> Screw that. I'm oh swimming. God. I'm getting out of my car. I'm going to swim. <laughs> oh How great is that? How great is that? Um, uh, what, what's your major at Cal? I'm uh, actually legal, legal studies. Oh, really? Wow. Um, yeah. Any any designs on law school? Um, not particularly right now. I mean, it's definitely an option, um, but it's not something I've looked into like, completely serious uh, as of right now. So I know you told me I should go to law school. You said you said it'll be easy for me, and I, I don't I don't agree. I think I think I think all that reading and writing will wear me down. Well, it, it, it's it it's a game of attrition. Law school is a game of attrition. I just think for a guy like mm-hmm. you, you know, you you would take to it like you know, like a fish to water. I really think that you're okay, a nat- you're a natural for. It. I'm not saying that obviously, you know, it's time consuming and it's arduous, but I just think that yeah, you yeah. you know cognitively and your your skills, you know, analytically, I think that you would really it's kind of like your sweet spot i mean we've had we had a lot of you know we also had a lot of great conversations and i I want Mm -hmm. you to know how much i appreciated you um you know really being open-minded and 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 welcoming regardless of how sometimes uncomfortable the topics were uh and and and, you know i i think that uh 
that sets kind of an example for how most people should be when you're dealing with issues that might not be um, particularly comfortable. Uh, and it speaks mm-hmm. to your maturity and to the job your parents did in raising you, really. Um, oh, yeah, uh, thank you. We, we had a lot of cool conversations, man. Um, yeah, yeah, I love that stuff, no matter no matter what. The, yeah. the topics are, yeah. you, are, I love it. You, you were no pushover, that's for sure. Uh, good for you, touche. Yeah. Touche. So how's your buddy Darren Baker doing? He's doing good. Yeah. He had an amazing fall. Really? Yeah, he, we're on, we have a thing called dead week right now. So right. like we literally don't have class. We're here for our school. Uh-huh. We don't have class all week. So it's like a study week for finals the next week, which are next week. So uh, that's why he's at home right now. Okay. Is he playing the outfield or is he playing the infield? He's in infield right now. Oh, he's still playing the infield. Good for um, him. Good. Yeah, I don't think he'll move from there as of right now. Or I don't know, maybe next year, but I, I, I see him at second. I think, he's, I think he's going to have a big year this year, and he's going to do well at Wareham, too. I'm glad he, no, he, I'm glad he hooked up there. Good for him. So yeah. you know, what, you know I have, what I have to ask you, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite question, right? So you're at Cal Berkeley, <laughs> right? You're at Cal Berkeley. So, <laughs> yeah. so I, I got to know I this. I think I know where this is going. <laughs> I got to know this. So, yeah. Is there, like, does one guy light the garbage can on fire and then another guy throw it through the administration window? Or is it, is it, is it one guy? Like, is one guy the lighter, one guy the thrower, or is it one guy who does both? Yeah, there's a lighter and there's a, lighter, there's a thrower. Right. So, so have you ever been either one? No, I've never been either one. I just witnessed. Has Darren Baker ever been either one? No, Darren Baker's not everyone either. I think I think we'll have an opportunity soon now. So I'll hop on if I if I get the chance. No, do me a favor. Listen, listen. I got to give you some good, yeah. good counsel. I, I have an attorney sitting in here in this in the studio. Don't don't oh, really? don't be okay. either, don't be either one. Don't be either one. What is everybody so pissed about at Cal Berkeley? Why is everybody so angry? <laughs> Seriously, it's because they're not attractive. I mean, what is it? Seriously, just... there's a lot, man. I don't know. What do you? I, I mean, do you have to take communism one hundred and one? Is that a course? Is that a requirement? At <laughs> yeah, that's the first class you have to take when you when you arrive on campus. Oh, uh, uh, good thing you're a good sport. You're yeah, a good sport. I've never I've never heard the end of this stuff from everybody on this team, <laughs> especially you. Oh, man, it's always good. Oh. Listen, it's a great. It is a great school. I mean, I got to tell you, it's a great school. Great but school, it, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of good material for comedy. You know, it's a lot of stuff, <laughs> crazy stuff goes on. We got to make fun of it. You know, <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm all. I'm a First Amendment guy. Whatever you want, however you want to express yourself, I guess is okay. <laughs> Just don't burn okay. the building. Yeah. Good is crazy. Exactly. <laughs> so um, I'm going to give a. I'm going to mention a couple of people. I want your reaction. You ready? Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh God. No, 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 no. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I, I, okay. In private, we can go there, but I don't. I don't want like some Brewster <laughs> shut-in to text me about. <laughs> I said something bad. About, oh my God, Jason Kanzler. Um, very intelligent. Very intelligent. Um, great teacher, and um, just like everyone else in the staff, uh, very caring for the player and understands the player. Um, empathetic to the player and uh, it was great to have around while you're uh, while you're dining on the baseball baseball field cool cool Hunter Bishop <laughs> probably the most unique kid I've ever met in my whole entire life have nothing not one bad thing to say about about Bishop other than um, no there's nothing bad he makes me laugh about every single thing no matter what and I could I could go I could go up for three on the day he come up and make me laugh 
and just very, very persistent, very um, dedicated, and uh, has overcame a lot to, uh, to, to be where he's at right now. And certainly has. Can't be more proud of him. It certainly has. You know what? You're right. You can't say anything about Hunter Bishop badly because if you do, I have to come out there and kick your ass. Okay? Nobody says anything bad. <laughs> exactly. They have to deal with Tommy. And that's right. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what my secret weapon is, and we can't mention it, so let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the secret. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. What is wrong with me? I remember me? that, though. <laughs> I could hear my wife saying, What we'll, is wrong we'll with you? It. We yeah. it. Oh, please, please don't. My God. That's a career That's a career ruiner right there. <laughs> yeah, when we're talking about uh, certain words, I'll get you in trouble. That's definitely. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that's definitely some, an action. Oh, that oh, my God. It's game, set, and match. You'll never work again. Thank <laughs> you very much. <laughs> that is so great. That is so great. Okay, who else do we got? Let's see. Ike Freeman. Oh, um, super. I mean, first of all, he's a great, play, great baseball player. Um, and the way he... What surprised me about him is the way he um, in the in the dugout when he was struggling. He was struggling. He'd get a hit and then come in. He'd, I did it! I did it! And start hugging everybody. <laughs> um, I don't even know. I don't even know how do you describe that. That's just like very great mindset on the on the baseball field. He's never. I've never seen him down. Um, he's he can. I mean, he's he can do. Well, I strive to be where he's at mentally. Honestly, he's. Um, I'm I'm proud. I'm really happy that I'm happy you noticed that. Good for you. Good for you. Yes. Yeah, and um, I think he, with everything he does on the baseball field, and I think this, what I think he does with his head and his mind, I think he can he can go far, really far with his game. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Really good player, and I and and I I love how self-effacing he is. That even you're right. Mm-hmm. He he knows that everybody knows he's struggling, and what does he do? He turns mm-hmm. it into something kind of charming. You know, he doesn't yeah, fire exactly. a helmet against exactly. the, the dugout wall or scream or you know, make himself yeah. look ridiculous. He actually says, Hey, I know. And, and you know, that's, that's a very, that's a great way to disarm something that's troubling you. You could flush it. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. I always talk about how Derek Jeter was, had that, that ability to, if he was over 20, he looked like the same as he did when he was, you know, four for four, 10 for 10. Oh um, yeah. That's, that's a, accurate. that's a and skill. You, and you, and Go ahead. And his, that, that was able, that enabled him to do what he did at the end of the season. Just, I mean, he, the end of the season, he killed it. He came out of that struggle because he kept because the way he the way he approached it, and um, it was able he was able to do what he did at the end of the summer, which is which was amazing. Which is a great point. So talk to me about this. When you when you beat yourself up, it does one other mm. thing to you. It it fatigues you. You know, mm. it mm-hmm. really like what Ike does energizes him. When you yeah. when uh-huh. you go yeah. when you go the other way, it drains you. It really yeah, does. Yeah. That yeah. kind of like anger and rage. And not kind of having the skills to sort of cope with not being perfect will drain the mm-hmm. energy out of you. What Ike does, you're Go right. Sure. It actually buoyed him so that he was prepared mm. to get hot and kill it at the end of the season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and another thing crazy. about you guys that, that I like is, and that impresses me a great deal, is you're, you're secure enough in your ability at, at the high level that you operate such that you're able to admire and recognize when somebody does something you would like to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, for me, I just like, I mean, I'm not someone who's going to be arrogant and be like, oh, I'm better than everybody else. Um, 
And I, I just like, I, I just try to go and not only just learn everything from you guys, but learn everything as much as I could from all the other players. I know I, there's, there's something from every player on our team that I can take from. And um, I wasn't going to let that go away. That's great. That's a great ad. All right. So we're going to play a little game. Everybody's played it that's ever been on. Um, it's called Quick Pitch. All right. So okay. I'm going to give you a question and you're going to give me whatever comes to your mind. You ready? Like one word? It could be anything. You'll answer however you okay. want. It's your show. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the game belongs yeah. to you. Remember that. Okay. Um, okay. F- last show you binge watched. Um, safe. So called safe on Netflix. What is it called? Safe? It's called safe. Really? Yeah. What's that about? The British show. This, this, this dude's daughter gets, goes missing. He's like, find out all these clues and like all the stuff about their family you didn't know. It's oh, cool. Pretty intense. All right. I got to check that yeah. out. I got to check that out. See, I knew an erudite guy from a fancy school would have something like that. You know, guy like, <laughs> like Brandon Moderano would say something like, you know, the Jersey Shore. That's the last show he <laughs> binge watched. <laughs> He would definitely have something That would be his. Definitely. definitely. Uh, Favorite food. (laughs) Right, right. Favorite food. Seafood. What is it? Particularly crab. Seafood. Seafood. Okay. I got you. All right. Um, If you had one movie to watch, what would it be? Mm, Pulp Fiction. Great movie. Tarantino. Great dance, I love great, great dance, great dance scene. Uh, John Travolta and Uma Thurman. That oh is yes, absolutely yes, classic. Yes. I love that part. Yeah, um, Chuck Berry. Uh, three people you could have dinner with, not living, you weren't related to. Who would they be? Oh, um, I'm gonna go. I'm okay. Okay. Oh, not living. See, that means dead. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that's not politically correct. It's not. <laughs> um, let's see. So I go. I'm okay, and then I'd have to go with. That's tough. I probably. I mean, the only one I could think of is Jackie Robinson. Okay, that's two good ones. And there, there's got to be one. I can't think of another one. Um, Marilyn Monroe. Sweet. <laughs> oh man, that's a good one. That is a good, is that one. A good one. You like that one? I like that a lot. That's out of left field. Uh, good for you. Good for you. That's a great one. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, last, what makes you get out of bed in the morning? What motivates you? What makes you get out of bed is my is my why. With, for baseball is my wife for baseball is to be able to use my resources and platform to be able to help others um, any any type of way um, financially uh, you know program certain programs or, or I mean I, I don't have specific things but I, but I mean I get inspiration from uh, when I see you know athletes do what they do with their uh, their mm-hmm. resources to be able to help you know little giving kids. back giving um, back. Yes, give back, yeah. Good for you, good for you. So as a kid, who inspired you? Both both that you knew and that you didn't know. Probably my brother was definitely a big inspiration, um, especially on the baseball side. He was, he was, um, he was a great, he was a great player. And um, 
he definitely he definitely knew or he definitely just put into me that he, he, he put a confidence into me that um, I could do the exact same thing he's doing. Um, you know, when I get when I get to that level. And uh he definitely pushed me to do the best I can. Um so there's one, you know, my gra- uh, I mean I gotta include my grandma too. Uh, my grandma is the same as actually even the most caring woman in the whole world. You'd love her. You if you met her, you'd love her. That's um, so cool. And then I definitely say I definitely say um Derek Jeter would probably be someone I don't know that inspired me. Um just from the baseball aspect of how he went went uh went about the game, how he played it. Um I mean, there's nothing bad you can say about that guy nope. on the field or off the field. Nope. Um, I mean, those are definitely a couple. I can't, none of them are coming to mind right now. I know we we live in a day and age now where people rationalize uh, going at it half-heartedly. You know, they twist themselves into a pretzel to try to rationalize guys who are out there who aren't going 100%. And I understand in 162 games, you're not always going to go 100%. But uh, yeah, sure. guys like Derek Jeter are... You know, history is going to be very kind to Jeter. I watched him for 20 seasons. I never saw him once yeah. not, not go hard down the line. And he had over 300 mm-hmm. infield hits. And there's only one way you can get over 300 infield hits, and that's if you're going hard when you smell a hit. So, sure. um, yeah. And there's a virtue to that that's uh, eternal. And that's not something that you could decide tomorrow is okay not to do because the reality is if you don't yeah. go hard, you don't get those 300 hits. Um, exactly. So exactly. I'm glad, and you, and you know what, your play reflects that. You you, you are doing justice to your idol. Um, <laughs> Thank you, you. Are, you are, man. You know that. Um, Fair so uh, when do you reconvene with the team? Um, next would be December eighth. Yeah, December eighth. December eighth, you start working out with together. the team again. Yeah. So we yeah. we have our last day of five. Oh, not sorry, not December eighth. January is uh, Sorry about that. Right. We have finals. We have finals. You don't want to show up. You don't want to show up a month before. That's all. It might be lonely on the field. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got. I got the month. Um, so we we end we end school December fourteenth, and then um, we get back together January eighth. All right. So. Okay, so you have a whole month. You're home. You're gonna relax. Yeah. Um, yeah. Listen, listen. We we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. I want you to come back on. Uh, you're great. You know. You you know. I think the world of you. I think you're gonna have a monster season. Great things are gonna happen for you. Uh, listen to the crowd. Listen to the crowd cheering for you. How about that? <laughs> thank you. That's thank the crowd you. cheering for you. Oh, that's, a, that's a big crowd. That's a big crowd. It's over eighty thousand people right there cheering for Cam Eden. Um, and um, I want you to wish your mom and dad a, a great holiday for me. And I want you to have well, uh, you. just a super year and anything you need, really, man. I'm going to start sending you some stuff. Let's let's uh, let's okay. continue a dialogue on that mental I stuff still, and anything physical you need. Yeah. You know, I'm always here for you. Um, it was fabulous. Okay. I still need that uh, that movie list. Oh right, I'm going to send you to five. I'll send you to five movies by tomorrow. You're going to get it. Okay. All right. You'll definitely get it. Um, have a super holiday. You know I love you, man. And I just want you to yeah, to do great time. things. All right. So uh, Cam Eden, yeah. we're going to wrap it up. Um, and we are going to wrap it up to the sound of the beautiful Freddie Mercury and Queen. We are out of Queen. here. That's right. Thank you, Tommy. Appreciate Be well, it. man. I love you. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God.
Thanks for listening to The Conversation with Tommy Weber. Have any thoughts on today's episode? Ideas for a new one? Join the conversation on Twitter at TommyWeberBball or Instagram at TommyWeberBaseball and share your thoughts. Tommy's back next week with a new episode of The Conversation. Subscribe and listen for free at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, CastBox, TuneIn Radio, Radio Public, and Stitcher. And of course, always at TommyWeberBaseball.com. Um...